Welcome to the podcast Unsaved Stories. I'm your host and my name is Henrik Johansson. And this podcast is created by meu.one. Welcome. So, welcome to the brand new episode of Unsaved Stories. And today I have a very special guest, Alice. She's actually from Latvia, but now she's living some, yeah, in a complete other part of the world, so to say. So, I will interview her today. And um, welcome. And uh, my first question is... What is so important in your life, Alisa, that if I take it away from you, I rub you and I threaten you? What's important <sighs> for you? <laughs> okay, so the most important thing for me. Hmm. Actually, um, of course, I'm very tempted to say my family. Yeah. But this is the thing that... Um, I kind of feel that it's a little bit even, uh, how can I say, maybe a little cruel to yeah. put all my happiness on other people. Yeah. Ah, that's a smart one. Yeah. Yes. So that is to say that they cannot separate from me yeah mm. so if i piss them off they cannot go on <laughs> uh, go somewhere go away uh, so i would say that it's possibility to learn something new yeah because um as long as i can learn something as i yeah. can yeah be active i cool. think yeah. i will somehow survive <laughs> that that's amazing so the family which most people actually answer right that's yeah. good that's a good like how can you put so much pressure on your happiness and other people i love that but then you said like learning and like expanding that's really important for you mm -hmm. wow because yes. tell me and tell us where are you and why on earth are you in the place that you are right now i'm curious uh, so right now uh, let's start from a small point. So right now I'm sitting in my bathroom uh, because we have a very yeah, because we have a very small flat and yeah. we have a small flat because we live in Japan ah. and basically flats are quite small here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, I live in Sendai. That's a city in Tohoku region, uh, so-called uh, capital of Tohoku. Uh, and definitely capital of Miyagi Prefecture. Right. Uh, I love the city, and uh, I really, I'm really glad that I have a chance to live here. And I'm here because uh, because I wanted to study. I wanted to study uh, religion, especially Japanese Buddhism. Wow. So I came to Sendai to make my field studies. That's amazing. So you moved all the way from <laughs> Latvia? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the all best the way. country, yeah, all the way, the best country in Europe. Mm -hmm. And and you moved to Japan to study and study religion. Yes. Wow. Exactly. 
that why are you doing that what is so exciting about that i would say that uh, yeah uh, again, there are multiple factors. First of all, I'm Buddhist myself, so I was uh, naturally very uh, curious to learn more about, more about Buddhism. But at the same time, um, I think I got really, really curious in one question, because, you know, if you have to learn Buddhism, you can go to multiple countries. Yeah. Actually, you don't have to go somewhere from Europe, because there are very yeah. good places in Europe to, to study Buddhism. Mm. But uh, I was studying Japanese language in university, and um, oh. I get very interested in uh, Japanese cult of Bodhisattva Jizo, like mm. really. And uh, I decided I decided to go to well make some field studies um, in Osaka for the first time. So I went to Kansai to Osaka and. Uh, the results were not, not as I expected because I always thought that these statues are highly venerated and um, that's what is actually said in the uh, majority of books. But when I came, I found a lot of different statues that were not venerated. And I was curious to know what are these statues, what kind of uh, role do they play in uh, temples? So. Yeah. In the end, it uh, led me here to Sendai, and I had to go to visit all the temples of Sendai, and uh, there are 225 temples. Oh, wow. You're a all. temple expert. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm, not, I'm not counting all the other temples outside yeah. of Sendai. I visited a lot, really. So probably more than 500, definitely. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, I had to visit them all and see where are these statues located. And I asked priests, uh, why did they locate them there? What kind of role do they play and all that stuff? So, wow. yeah, that was, that was a massive work. And Alisa, I love it. Mm. I love it because I think it's so important for all of us humans that when we found like an interest Mm. There are no limits and no borders. Like today, you can, of course, start with Google, but you can also like go and travel and find out and ask people in whatever interest you have. And for you, it was like statues. Yes. <laughs> and the <statues>. Japanese language. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Of course, Japanese language. Yeah. What is so exciting about this, this, uh, the Buddhism? I understand a little bit because that's like a religion. So, that's always like interesting because you can dig into a mm -hmm. huge, large uh, thing, but like state status and and um, status and and the language. What is it with 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 the, with the language that? Uh, when it comes to Japanese language, um, I think maybe I had a chance to study some other language, for example, Chinese. Because first I was interested in literature. Yeah. And uh, so I had to choose. And uh, in the end, I chose in favor of Japanese because several of my favorite um, works were in Japan, in Japanese. Right. So I decided that I can maybe read them in Japanese someday. Yeah. Wow. But 
yeah, I was very interested in literature and I'm still uh, very interested, but um, literature doesn't allow field studies. And uh, I think the field studies are very exciting. Yeah, because you want to be hands-on. Mm -hmm. You want to be out yeah. there and, ah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Not just sitting in a library with a lot of books. You want to have action. <laughs> yeah. You bring the books uh, out. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to have an adventure, and uh, that's what I had. Great adventure, and I'm still having it. Yeah. So so adventure maybe also, like, is one value for you, right? You want to experience mm -hmm. new things, and, oh, that's that's amazing. So... Uh, because we have a lot of listeners in, in, in Latvia. And by the way, language is hard. I try so hard to learn Latvian language. <laughs> Not good. I'm, I'm, I suck, actually. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so where in, in Latvia are you coming from? Where were you like born and raised and your background? Um, I come... Uh, yeah, I know that you're on Dog of Pills. Yeah. Yes, and, uh, that's right. Uh, I spent a lot of time in Taukovpils, great time. But um, mostly I lived in Saudi Eshi. That's a very, very small village near Riga. Uh, it's a beautiful place, by the way, but um, nothing very special in there, but uh, nature. Nature yeah, is very beautiful. Of course. Yeah. And uh, my school was situated right in the forest. <laughs> so really? that was quite, oh, quite exciting. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I lived there, uh, lived there until 19 years old. Yeah. Then I went to Riga because, uh, I married Yeah. and, um, yeah. So I started living in Riga. Uh, I was, uh, I was studying in Latvian university as university of Latvia at that yeah. time. I was studying Japanese. Hmm. So. Oh, that's a long, when, yeah. it's a long trip. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but this is what is so exciting for us when we're doing this podcast that mm. uh, more or less we have like Latvian people uh, on board and talking to. And it's so amazing that you come from a little tiny place and <laughs> your school was like in the woods. But, but Jesus Christ, you have a big mindset because your interest have now taken you to, like you said, a small apartment because it's so many people, mm. right? <laughs> Yeah, well, so so where are you going and what, what will you do with this uh, experience you get now? You got a lot of knowledge and a lot of knowledge about statues and those kind of things. Yeah. Where, uh, where are you heading? Where, where are you going? Right now, I um, actually, I teach at the university, but I teach English. Um, that is, uh, I always say that I teach my students how to learn English. Good. And basically any other language. So I teach them the strategies to learn languages. Ah. Yeah. Uh, but honestly saying, I I would like to um, I would like to teach religious studies. Yeah. So right now I'm looking for a way to combine these two. So I'm interested in languages. I'm interested in religious studies. So mm. I'm looking for a place. And um, uh, I, I sometimes uh, give some occasional lectures on Buddhism, on Japanese uh, religions and uh, Japanese culture. So in October, I'm planning to have a small seminar about um, cross-cultural communication. Wow. So that's 
that's my where I'm <laughs> where yeah, I'm yeah. now and, and where I'm heading actually to yeah. have more of this. That's amazing. And I I I think you are so brave and uh, it's it's maybe sounds funny but I know how hard it could be when you are from a little shitty place, you know, <laughs> and you think everyone else is so, you know, have experience of life and traveling and all of that, but not me, I'm stuck here. But you showed us everyone that it's actually possible to to do what you have done. What was your biggest fear when when you were like going to Japan? Did you oh I Maybe you didn't have a fear. I'm sorry. Uh, Thumb fear you gotta have. <laughs> I was worried because this was the first time for me to actually live alone. Yeah. And uh, before I used to live with my parents and I lived with my husband. And yeah. uh, suddenly I went to live in Japan alone. And there is only one connection through Skype. Yeah. So, yeah, I was quite worried. And, mm. um, First time, um, I was very interested in, in the city itself. So uh, I didn't sit at home. I was going around uh, visiting places. Oh, that's a so good one. Yeah. I, I was very, very busy. I didn't have time to be afraid, honestly saying. But, oh, I love that. Mm. Oh, that is so good. We have, we have to, like, that's a good one. So because everyone has fears and we are worried. That's humanity. But actually what you said now is like you moved and you 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 did so many things so you, you actually didn't have time to feel it. That's that's amazing. Keep your mind busy, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So I think um it became I really felt the fear when I got pregnant. And um for my husband, it took him several months to finally go to live with me to Japan. So he visited me and then he went to Latvia. I realized I'm pregnant. And that's where I started to really have fear because if something happens, you're absolutely alone. Yeah. You don't know what to do. And uh, sometimes I, I was really feeling that right now it's just me and my baby and no one yeah. around. Right. And yeah, if something happens, then uh, no one's going to come and find me. And yeah, that's that was quite crazy. But yeah. again, that was just several months. Yeah, that goes back to family, right? Because when you have family mm -hmm. around, there is always someone to ask or get help from. And yeah, but, but you challenge your own value, actually, by, by spending time alone. But but that's fantastic. So do you think you should that to make fear your friend is a good idea? I think yes. That's mm. uh, by the way, that's uh, one practice that um, I like to do. So mm. if you have some bad emotions, some demons in your head, you can mm. uh, yeah, you can try to draw them away, but there is always a reason why they are there. Yeah. yeah? So it's better to become friends, to understand what do they need, uh, why are they there. So I think uh, my fear has a very important job to do. Yeah, it's keeping me alive. Yeah, yeah. So it's showing me that you should be careful. This is not good for you. Uh, and uh, 
I should appreciate it, I think. Yeah. No, and this is so amazing because I had another guy in the podcast and he was saying the same thing and he said something like, uh, make the fear your teacher. Like that's also a way to put mm-hmm. it. And now I'm talking to you and in a completely other part of the world and it, and now you're saying the same. And I think that's a good message for everyone because we are living in times when it is a lot of mm-hmm. you know frustration and fears and mm-hmm. fast changes and all of that. And uh, th- that's, do you think it's good? Do you have like a good practice for it or is it more like the mindset that you put on? Uh, there is a practice. Um, there is a meditation where you actually try to speak with your demons. So you find a conflicting emotion in you, something that hurts you, and you try to understand who is it, uh, give names and uh, try to understand where it comes from. So it's interesting because my friend, she's not Buddhist, but Mm -hmm. she was doing absolutely the same. She was just practicing it and she came across it in some other way i guess yeah but we did the same yeah Mm, absolutely the same Mm. it's Um, just uh yeah when i visualize when i visualize my conflicting emotions that they maybe look differently uh from hers of course they do but we're working with the same yeah the same mindset i must say yeah yeah yeah. oh that's amazing and uh I think for me, it's it's the understanding of that the thoughts, which is mm-hmm. the fear, is not reality because it's only mm-hmm. thoughts and emotions. So actually, I can redo them, like you said. Yeah. I can speak to mm-hmm. them. I can redo them. I can put them in the place that they should. And I can make them, yeah, different. And then it doesn't have the same effect. <laughs> then something is switching. Oh. So that's interesting. That's really good. So you are now moving and and what you said is I think you will have a, a bright good future whatever comes in it but I think you're aiming in the right direction but there's a lot of other guys around in Latvia and Finland mm-hmm. and Scotland and wherever our listeners are that what is the best advice for them to go from maybe the little place and the safe place to expand mm-hmm. and to to get like challenge and uh, yeah a wider perspective mm-hmm. of life what 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 is the good advice that you can give to them you see first of all i think the most important thing is to understand do you need it or not because yeah, yeah because uh yeah it's very important to expand but the question is where to yeah. so I know a lot of people who say something like, I should move, I should move, I should go yeah. somewhere, but but they don't know why. Mm-hmm. So I've seen a lot of people who move to some other country and uh, very soon they find themselves in the same situation. Yeah. So if nothing else changes, you think that you change a place and it works. No, it doesn't work. So you have to understand what you need to change. Where do you have to expand? Maybe you need to learn a lot. Yeah. Maybe you need to try to um adapt to your present situation maybe you don't feel good because you're just not not fit enough yeah, yeah. so you have to do something about it yeah. and then uh, when you know where you have to expand it's very easy it's just an easy step yeah 
Yeah. Oh, that's a good answer. I love it. I, I had one coaching client once and she wanted to, to move, like you said, mm -hmm. <laughs> to another country or something, but she was too afraid. Mm -hmm. And then I said, like, what, what is it that makes you so afraid? And she said, it's the changes, like the changes. It's like, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I said, like, well, what about if you move your bedroom to another room? And, and she was just like, what? And I said, like, all changes start with a little step. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. she did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did that. <laughs> and after a while, she actually went to another country and all mm -hmm. of that but that was like the the kick <laughs> but but to know your why is really important right in everything like why do you have a religion why do you study a language why do you want to move right mm -hmm. yeah. i think yes because the answer is always there somewhere yeah yeah and when you ask the question then the answer can arrive so mm -hmm. it makes sense right that was a very good advice. I really hope people, uh, yeah, embrace that and, and, and take it in, right? What, what do you miss with Latvia? All the time when I leave Latvia, I, I miss the marketplace and the babushkas yeah. and the, the tomatoes. And uh, I love them. That, that's, and of course, my wife also, I have to say that uh, more than ever. But what do you miss? What, what do you miss with Latvia? I miss Karums. Karums, yeah. Karums, I really miss it. So, even you know, uh, I, I love my zuppa, you know, bread soup, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I can, I can somehow get it and cook it. Yeah. By myself, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, if I want it, I just ask someone, and I receive a package from Latvia, so I yeah. can cook. I cannot cook karums. Okay. I don't know how to do that, and. Uh, if I get it, if uh, some of my friends, for example, they come uh, from Latvia, they bring uh, one or two columns, and what do I do? I just uh, eat them there, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 at the airport. I cannot mm -hmm. wait. So yeah, <laughs> I don't have a time to enjoy, it. No. and that's that's what I miss. I miss having it for breakfast, just yeah. with a piece of bread. Yeah, I cannot cannot do that here no that's what i miss yeah 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 <laughs> but i i i think it's amazing we, we mm. miss those not stupid things but those small yeah. things yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 i'm yeah and uh basically that's the biggest problem very hmm. so small things yes that yeah. make our everyday life we don't value them enough but mm now i kind of value them yeah even yeah i miss my friends my family but i can talk to them mm. at least by skype yeah yeah and uh a lot of other things like speaking latvian yes i want to speak latvian but mm. sometimes i can speak latvian yeah. that's that's not a big problem yeah i can speak it through skype so the biggest problem is small things yeah. so no one just uh I think no no one had any idea that they need them in Latvia. So yeah. there are no routes for them yeah. to Latvia. Mm. No, it's it's yeah. funny. Like like I said, when I go to the marketplace and mm -hmm. I know that the tomatoes, for example, comes from Dagua Pils and the region around, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I smell them. 
<laughs> and, and I was like, oh, this is so good. This is the, and, and, and those babushka, they always look at me like I'm crazy because it's only <laughs> tomatoes, hey. But when I'm in Sweden or Norway or wherever I am, mm -hmm. and I take up a tomato, it doesn't smell the same. Mm -hmm. it smells different and it tastes different. <laughs> so silly things, but yeah, it's important. Yeah. So that's good. All right. It, this was very interesting. And uh, thank you so much for joining our podcast. And you should know that you are a big, uh, uh, big person to follow and to watch out for because you have done things a lot of people want to do, but maybe are a little bit like afraid or scared to do. But you are like a role model and, and uh, yeah a master thank of, you uh, yeah doing good things in life this is the only life we have right that we know <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely so we better do the best mm -hmm. it. okay so thank you so much and maybe we call again and and see where you are around christmas or something and <laughs> okay <laughs> how, how japan is there okay thank, thank you. you so much Yeah, that was the interview with Alisa. And remember that if you want to give us some feedback or have questions, you can always email us at info at one. And remember, take care of yourself.